Hello friends, my name is Natalie Hills and for the longest time I was searching for people just like you. People who understood how it felt to be different, to think different and who genuinely want to make a difference. This is your safe place to be inspired, a judgment-free community and a place for free thinkers and soul searchers to unite. This is Soul Mood Podcast. morning I hope that you're doing okay wanted to talk a little bit about dreams today actually and the messages that we can actually be receiving from them so I'm going to set an intention before we get started that by the end of this podcast you will have less blame for the patterns that repeat themselves in your life and more awareness around the messages that you are possibly ignoring. So I'm actually in the process of writing a blog post as well. So if you're somebody that likes to read a blog post, um, it is going to be around, the title of it is, are you blaming yourself for your personal Groundhog Day? And the reason why I've named it that is because I'm personally uncovering a really deep rooted pattern that has been consistently repeating itself throughout my life. And I've been really removed from taking any responsibility for this pattern. So first of all, I just want to really acknowledge anybody that's listening to this, anything that comes up, it probably is going to be quite triggering, but that's okay because when we get triggered, we appreciate that that's actually a lesson that we need to learn. And then we go and do the work and doing the work is hard. It's really, really hard. And now my specialty and what I'm really focusing on right now is inner child healing and providing that for other women. Because I believe that the root of all of our quote unquote problems comes from our hardwiring from when we were children. Because between the ages of naught to seven, we are literally a sponge. We are walking around in a constant state of hypnosis because our brain waves are between alpha and theta state. And that's the same state as when you're under hypnosis or when you're in a meditation. So it means that you're highly suggestible, you're highly receptive. And so we, it, we basically soak things up as fact. We just swallow it up. So our programs that we run now um things that happen in our outside world that you know those you know those scenarios where you're like why does this always happen to me or oh you know uh, for me personally uh, the the thing that's coming up for me is that in every single relationship i have had there has been a problem 
with um, getting along with their parents or their family. This has been coming up for me so much recently. But anyway, that's my personal thing. But it could be that you're always in um, really destructive relationships. Maybe you always find the wrong job. And so you're not taking any responsibility for that. You're, you're always saying, why does this always happen to me? Or, or why can't I just seem to kind of break the, break the spell, break the chain for this? Or maybe you accept that you are the common denominator, but you're blaming yourself for it. And this is the distinction that I made this morning is that although yes, you are the common denominator, you know, there's no coincidence that this continues to happen to you over and over again. It is something to do with what frequency, shall we say, that you are giving off. You're not to blame. You're not actually to blame. You're not the problem. You're not the problem. You are the solution. <laughs> you are the solution. You are the common denominator, but you're not actually the problem. And again, I believe that this all comes back to when we're children, like what we are told um, about our behaviors when we're younger, <clears throat> that really sticks in our mind. And so we always revert back to that state whether it's something that we said when we were as a toddler whether it was something that we said when we were a baby when we were in gestation so when we were before we were born um whatever it was there is something within us that makes us blame ourselves for our problems and it's not that we are actually the problem the solution is that we need to dig deep enough to find out when the first time was that we actually experienced this so we can create new stories which means that you create new neuro pathways within your brain which is really exciting when I first learned about um, neuro-linguistic programming I remember it just it just changed my world because I remember sitting there in a seminar and thinking are you kidding me I've had the power to change my life all along just by changing the way that I think it's not as simple as, oh, just change the way that you think. There's a lot more things that go around that because it's it's something that we hold on a deep emotional level. And if we haven't dealt with that emotion, we need to deal with that emotion. You have to be able to feel it, to heal it. Something that I have thankfully been able to start doing again is crying. I kind of went through a stage where I just couldn't cry and I just wasn't emotional. But I was watching something the other day where they were saying that tears actually have a, they actually found a chemical in tears, like a, a hormone in tears that actually relieves stress. And we are the only animal that weeps. We're the only animal that weeps. No other animal weeps. They cry, but they don't weep. They don't shed tears we're also the only animal that that has laughter so we have these two huge ways to express our emotions that are completely unique to the human race plus we also have shame we feel shame which <clears throat> other animals don't however um, as i will touch on another podcast at some point there is a difference between having healthy shame and non-healthy shame which in itself is just like that blew my mind when i learned about that as well 
but anyway getting back to the point of this this whole podcast and to kind of get a bit personal so I can share with you a story of what's happening with me right now and and then hopefully by sharing that it will resonate with you and it will help you start to navigate through whatever it is that you're going through at the moment so I'm having a lot of dreams lately and these dreams are really vivid and they involve a lot of people from my past mainly past relationships the dream that I had last night was a past relationship from when I was 16 yeah I was 16 when I had this relationship it was a very intense relationship and in this dream I um I'd gone and got really drunk and embarrassed myself and it had affected my relationship with this person's family just one person in this in this person's family but someone that was very important to them and that's the key thing here and what's really interesting now is that I don't drink and I haven't done since the first of January so even being sober it's it's actually the hardest thing about being sober is is feeling the feelings like you're you're not numbing anything anymore you're not trying to escape anything anymore you're completely cracked wide open you you have to find a way to process these emotions um but what I took from that dream when I woke up I thought you know this is happening too often now there is something that my subconscious is trying to tell me about that I need to heal that I need to dig deep and I need to heal and when I look at that dream and I look at all the subsequent dreams that I've had of late I recognize that there is a pattern <clears throat> and that pattern is also linked into a deep embedded fear that I have and keep being shown signs of every single day probably for the last couple of weeks at least if not more before that but I've only just started homing in on it and it's this it's this fear that I am not accepted by the family of the relationship that I'm in be that a friendship or a romantic relationship it's always been the same like any any friends that I have and any relationships that I have there is always a barrier between me and their parents even if it's been my closest best friend it's felt like those parents have to get on with me rather than they than they actually like me <clears throat> but it's only me that's putting that barrier in place it's not them I am the common denominator I'm not the problem but I am the solution in this <clears throat> and it's been the same excuse me sorry I keep kind of clearing my throat speaking my truth this is what I'm doing right now I'm I'm releasing things um they're difficult to talk about and so that's why I keep clearing my throat it's another thing to bring your awareness to um is what your different chakras are doing <clears throat> at the time of t- <laughs> of uh of these self-realizations 
So that's something that I've been thinking about a lot recently. I have this fear that um, I'm not accepted. And also that I'm essentially creating a space where that person lives a double life because on one hand I've been walking around like I don't understand it I don't understand it why does that person not like me I've done all these things or I'm such a nice person or you know um almost from this perspective of I've done so much for that their daughter I've done so much for their son why would they not accept me but on in addition to that I'm also really feeling this resistance I'm really feeling this um I'm really feeling this barrier and I be honest I completely lost my trail of thought when I was just talking then (laughs) so that might not have made sense that last sentence but that's where I am at and it and it has been coming up a lot for me recently so anyway I had this dream last night I woke up this morning and I decided to do a heart chakra meditation as soon as I opened my eyes because I thought this is a blockage in my heart this is something that is really deep rooted and during that time of doing my heart meditation my partner was getting ready for work now we've been together for almost 10 years and every day for 10 years whenever we've gone to work whether it is going to work together because we're both working in London or whether it's been since I've been at home and and he's been going out to to work he's always given me a kiss before he's walked out the door always And there's only been two occasions where that's not happened. One was last week when I was on the Peloton Tread. So he he didn't want to come in and disturb me. And the second one was this morning while I was meditating. And I couldn't get my head in the meditation because I could hear him walking around and I could hear the doors closing And I was trying to like really concentrate on this heart chakra meditation. At the same time, I was thinking, oh my gosh, he's going to go without giving me a kiss. Like he's, he's actually going to walk out the door without doing that. Couple that with the intense dream that I've had, the fear that I have around this barrier that's between, between me, him and, and his family that I'm very aware is the common common denominator is me and I've been thinking a lot about it recently um and then my meditation ended and literally as it ended he walked out the door and I cried which is a good thing because crying is a good way of of releasing and it's all very much connected with the meditation that I was doing and the realizations that I'm having as well but I cried and I was in this place where I was like all these thoughts came flooding through my mind in that moment of time and I had to really bring myself back to center and remind myself of a few of the other realizations that I've had recently about how just because things have been done a certain way 
for a certain period of time it doesn't mean that's the way that things have to be done and it's all an insecurity that I hold it's all an insecurity that I hold around my behaviors and the way that I show up in the world so this feels very prominent at the moment and I feel like this is something that is probably happening on a collective level but nobody really understands what this is so that's why I really wanted to do a podcast today and why I'm in the process of writing a blog about this as well because I really want you to recognize that if you are coming up against something like this a pattern that keeps repeating itself and then you are looking <laughs> purposely, you know, consciously or unconsciously for confirmation that you are not good enough, that you are not loved, that you are not accepted. Um, that is what you're going to see. You know, that in that moment when he walked out the door this morning um, and went to work, it played into this fear and this insecurity of I'm not, I'm not good enough. Um, I'm not worthy enough. Uh, I'm not accepted. I'm not loved enough. I'm creating a double life for, for him. I'm creating all, all of these thoughts. Isn't it crazy? It's one little thing. Didn't mean anything, but I gave it so much meaning because of all of these thoughts that are playing through my mind all of the time because all of these dreams that my subconscious are basically is basically bringing to me on a silver platter and saying look Natalie you need to deal with this shit you you need to love yourself on a deeper level you need to be in a place of surrender you need to allow people with space like just because you are not asking for validation every day just because you're not asking somebody every day do you love me do you love me? How much do you love me? Do you, have you ever done that before? When I was a teenager, I used to do that all the time. In fact, probably when I was in my early 20s, I definitely did that with my ex-husband because I was constantly needing that reassurance. I needed that reassurance of, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And just because I don't do that now, because I've I've grown and evolved from that, I'm still giving off that same vibration of, I feel needy. I don't feel confident enough in myself and really it's your relationship with yourself is your relationship with everyone and this will all stem back to childhood and that's where my work has to start now now I need to start asking myself well when's the first time that I ever felt that I wasn't accepted what sort of things did I hear? What kind of experiences did I have? What kind of emotions did I feel? Why did I shut myself off to that? Why do I put barriers? When's the first time I put a barrier between me and another family? And why is that? Like, even when I'm asking these questions now, I've got all these things coming up. Like, you know, is it because, you know, my mum and my dad separated when I was really young? And there was always a barrier between those families. It was like I had to be, in fact, I've just had an epiphany while I've been recording this, but I had to be a different person for different families. And so because I had to be a different person for different families and felt like I had to behave a different way in different families, 
now that's what I reflect back to everybody else so I immediately put this barrier in between myself and somebody else's family and I have this expectation of them that well why wouldn't they like me why wouldn't they accept me but at the same time the vibration that I'm giving off is I've definitely put a barrier in front of here and you're not going to really know who I am because I need to figure out how to behave in front of you and then that pressure builds up over time and then eventually you might do something say something that really upsets them because they felt it from the beginning that you're not actually being yourself so I hope this has gone some way to helping someone today I know that I've probably gone off on a few different tangents but really what I want you to take from this is if you are having vivid dreams or you're having repetitive thoughts, listen to them. Start asking yourself, okay, what, what is this? Because if you are ever coming from a place as I was yesterday, when I was talking to a friend about something similar to this, where you are blaming somebody else, that person doesn't ever bother coming to see me. That person doesn't ever bother ringing me. Well, why should I be nice to them because they're not nice to me um they've always been like this when you find yourself doing that you need to catch yourself and ask okay (laughs) I'm the only person that gives meaning to anything where am I behaving in this way where am I where am I mirroring that same behavior to somebody else you know you know could I make more of an effort? Do I want to make more of an effort? What difference is it going to make if I do make more of an effort? Start asking yourself, when is the first time I actually experience this emotion? And what is this emotion? For me, I know that this is a really deep rooted emotion of um, not feeling good enough. That's, that's what it comes down to. Don't feel good enough. Don't feel accepted. Um, and that is, that's, that's my stuff. That's my stuff to go and figure out. So I can keep reflecting that onto my own relationship and questioning how my partner feels or how my friends feel about me or, you know, how my family feels about me or other people's family feels about me. I can keep trying to second guess what's going on in their head or I can deal with what's actually going on in my head. And that's harder, but it's going to reap more rewards Because the deeper that you can understand and love yourself and find that acceptance within you, the easier that things are going to be. We've got to stop looking looking at outside sources um, for comfort. And I've actually already created a a blog post on this, which you can find on on my website, nataliehillsofficial.com, around this bath analogy that happened the other morning. when I was running a bath and it really is about kind of surrendering, letting go of expectations and really taking accountability for your own comfort. And it's all interconnected. So I hope this has helped. If you want to share with me, please feel free to reach out to me and let me know how this has landed for you. If it's brought anything up, um, if none of it none of it made any sense or if some of it made some sense take what you like leave the rest uh just remember that i love you even if you feel like nobody else does um and 
I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you again soon. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate you more than you will ever know. I hope it left you feeling inspired, maybe shared a new perspective with you, or even just left you feeling less alone. Whatever the reason, I appreciate you. So please, if you love it, subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. And of course, if you know someone that has an inspiring story or is just really passionate about helping other people, I want to know who they are. I would love for them to spread their message further using this as a platform.